This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Do not go gentle into that good night Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline I was trying to tell a story The book came to me in a sort of a haze This is how to write a good short story No hope, just booze and madness Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness Now... Lend me your ears. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Literati, a podcast about books that doubles as community service. Only 250 more episodes, and we don't have to go to jail. We're your hosts, Colin... And Michael. <laughs> and it's no secret that Colin and I, I'm Michael, are big time bookheads. We love books so much. So much. We love every little thing about books. We love the feel of the pages between our fingies, the smell of the ink, and all those teeny tiny crazy little words. Books are so good. Oh, it's true. Now, Colin, tell me, what is your favorite thing about books? Ooh, wow. My favorite thing about books. Uh, I'd have to say it's the feel of the pages between my fingies. Uh, the smell of the ink and all the itsy bitsy wacky dacky words. Colin, um, hmm? I just said all that stuff. That was oh. sort of in the preamble. What? Um, oh, what's another thing that you like about books? Oh, okay. Oh, because I thought okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I said oh, all that stuff, okay. so it's like okay. they heard it. So, so for yeah. you specifically, got you. So when you like. said it, that included me too, because I also like that, all that was stuff that uh, we both liked. And what's something just you? Okay, liked. so a new thing. Uh. I guess I'd say I like the shape of books. The shape, Colin? Yeah, you know, the shape of books. Like it's a it's a square, but like a little longer. Like a like if a square was sat on by like a big guy. Rectangle. Oh, I don't know geometry, Michael. Sorry. Okay. No, forget it. I shouldn't have thrown to you. Uh, we can all agree that books are wonderful. But besides just consuming books, Colin and I also love to partake in the art of writing. We sure do. Now, don't get us wrong. We're not claiming to be some of the masters. Oh, God, no. We've got a long way before people can compare us to the bard. Right, Colin? <laughs> what? What? Uh, what's a barb? No, uh, the bard. Oh, a barge, like a like a boat. No, call it the immortal bard of Avalon. You know, what they called Shakespeare. Oh. I didn't know that they called Shakespeare the bulge. Because his pants were so tight? Not Is that the why? The bulge, Colin. I'm 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 kinda worried about you. Uh you co-host a podcast on literature and it seems like you don't know some of the basics. <sighs> Michael, what's the what's the big deal? I do lots of stuff I don't know how to do all the time, like breathing or cheating on my taxes, and it's all always usually fine. Colin I hate to do this on air in front of our adoring listeners, but to be honest, you've really been slipping lately. I, last week, I had to spend 20 minutes explaining the difference between commas and comas. Well, that's not my fault. The doctor said my brain never fully recovered after I spent a month in that comma. <sighs> and the week before that, you derailed a whole conversation about the theme of delusion in Don Quixote because you thought Don Quixote was a brand of tequila. Well, that still doesn't seem like a good reason to take away my margarita. You were using the blender in the middle of our discussion. So that is what? not the point. The point is that Literati is a prestigious institution. Our listening public expects us to be well-read and able to comprehend dense texts or at least be able to fake it pretty well. So it's time for you to re-up and take the 2019 Literati standardized test. Ah, come on. This is redonkulous. Colin, that's not a word. You're not off to a good start. Okay, we're going to do the test now. Question one. What's the difference between there, there, and there? Uh, 
Only two of them rhyme. Wrong. Next question. Mark Twain's most famous novel is titled The Adventures of Huckleberry... Fuck? Huckleberry... No, it's Finn. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, not Huckleberry Fuck. Uh, last oh, question. God. How do you spell your own name? Okay, that's a trick question. I don't have a name. No, that's wrong. It's C-O-L-I-N. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You failed. Okay, best out of three. You Come just on. got three wrong. Yeah, I said the best out of three. Colin, I don't know what to say, man. You're my friend, but according to these test results, you are unfit to host this podcast and you legally shouldn't be allowed to drive. It says that in the... You got the test results already? Yeah, it says that and then more. Oh, God. Michael, please give me another chance. Uh, I'm begging you. Okay, fine. Colin, Thank you. Thank I will you. give you another chance. But if anything should happen to this podcast and Forever Dog suddenly cancels the show, for the record, it's your fault. Michael, come on. You worry way too much. This podcast isn't going anywhere. We're going to be around for a long, long time. <laughs> and if anything should happen to this podcast and we get canceled, okay, sure. I'll take full responsibility. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel a lot better. Okay. And you're right. This podcast is an institution, not just at Forever Dog, <laughs> but in all of New York. Yeah. And it'd be crazy to let us go. I can't see. I think if this anything happened to this podcast, there would be riots in the street. Yeah, absolutely. And I think our listeners, by listening now, you're legally agreeing <laughs> to boycott Forever Dog if we were to <laughs> ever get canceled. Yeah, the people wouldn't stand for it, Michael. And so with that out of the way, we're very excited to bring in our guest reader for today's episode. Boy, I... I am so excited because normally we get a lot of these hoity-toity big city writers. And this person's a little bit more, uh, let's just say his collar is blue. Oh, yeah. He's part of the Fair Evasion Task Force, which if you live in New York and you ride the MTA, you know that's huge. Every yeah. day when you're waiting 35 minutes to get a train to take you two stops, <laughs> what you care about the most is somebody who is maybe having financial struggles not paying for their fare. Absolutely. That just really gets my goat. Yeah. I More think, so than that all the trains smell like piss. Yeah. Every, I think everyone's on board with this uh, this program. Uh, and so we are so happy to have uh, on the show today... Uh, Author of a new book oh, called yeah. The Real Joker, which I'm pretty excited about because... I can't wait. I thought I knew the Joker, but maybe I knew not the real one. Yeah. So uh, we've got for you Officer Mike... Costanazzo. Thank you so much. Thank uh, Colin or Michael. I'm Which, Michael. Okay, all yeah. right. Because in the I'm beginning Colin. you said each other's names and then you said your own name. That's so it just, couldn't quite. That's just for fun. Yeah, that's uh -huh. one of those like uh, showbiz things. It's you know, um, if, there were, there are a lot of um, people in in plays on Broadway where when it's um, a two hander, they'll trade off every night and they'll do each other's roles. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I am. Like, uh, what what would be a, um, I don't know, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, exactly. So Dorothy would play, I guess, one of the... Scarecrow? Scarecrow would play the Scarecrow. Toto would play, I guess, the Tin Man. Yeah, wow. you'd think Lion, but no. No, the wow. witch would play the Lion. Yep. The other witch would play Toto. That is, wow. And then yep. the Lollipop Gang. And this is called Broadway? This is yeah. Broadway. Wow. Yeah. You are not a Broadway guy, Mike? I'm not a Broadway guy. Do, what uh, do I call you? Mike? Uh, Officer uh, uh, Mike? Uh, you Officer Costanazzo? You, uh, you can call me Mike, uh, but my name is Officer Costanazzo. I am a uh, sergeant in the NYPD MTA Fair Division, Fair Evasion Task Force. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's well, like? Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Every day. Okay. Because of Fair Evasion, New York City loses one billion dollars oh my god oh. for that money we could invade iraq every week wow <laughs> which is something that colin and i are on the record of wanting to do we say let's go back back e back yeah. even if they're not doing anything yeah evade they weren't doing anything the first yeah. time so right. that's you know. true we know that um and it was a war crime yeah um but that's incredible. Now, Colin and I, we are famously words guys, not numbers boys. Mm -hmm. So that math seems impossible, but that's true? Well, it is very true. And wow. I, here's the thing. You can't quantify crime. Mm. Mm. So that's why you cannot check. So you're numbers. saying that. Okay, I got it. So if I was to shoplift one stick of gum, that would easily be the same as stealing somebody's SUV car. That's right. 
Okay. That's right. Because That's crime right. is crime is crime. Crime is crime is crime. To That's quote Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> crime is crime is crime is crime. Well, anyway, uh, we've got a new initiative. Uh, uh, basically, uh, we want people to pay their fare. Uh, so we basically, That's not so much to ask. Is that so tough? I don't think so. The turnstiles right in the front, as mm-hmm. I always say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, basically, we came up with a new slogan. Uh, be fair. Pay your fare. Your race... I don't care. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The fact that you bring up race in your slogan really <laughs> makes me think that you truly don't care about race. Absolutely and not. Police as a monolith should not be inspected or looked into or held accountable. White, black, brown, or purple. That's what I always say. I don't care. I love when people say purple because it just shows you really don't care about race so much that you would make up one. If my daughter came home with a purple man, I'd be like, perfectly fine. <laughs> wow. Go you, ahead. Do what you want to her. Then there's no <laughs> then there's no way you could be racist by saying that blanket bold statement that makes it seem like you don't understand race at all. And now, now that's interesting. Who if came I up- was racist, would I care if a purple man had sex with my daughter? No, <laughs> clearly not. Now, uh, so that um, slogan that you wrote—that I, I didn't write it. Who the way. wrote that? Uh, was that, uh, that was De Blasio? De Blasio. <laughs> Famous wordsmith, de Blasio. You know, they say for every foot tall he is, is another foot of art inside him. I got to tell you, I've met him up in person. Yeah. Uh, not very, not that tall. Really? Not that tall. Oh, About wow. four, 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 five. Wow. So he's always standing on soapboxes. Exactly. Well, he sure is. Yeah, he well, sure is standing on a soapbox. soapbox, de Blasio. Yeah, and again, I don't care if the people he helps are white, <laughs> black, purple, <laughs> Polka dotted? Uh, whatever. Oh, that's so helpful to talk about race in these terms. <laughs> yes, exactly. So de Blasio wrote, did you know that that would technically be a poem? Is that a poem? Yeah. How yeah. Po- technically wow. it is. Because, but what is that? What makes it a poem? Because a man wrote it? <laughs> that is one of the criteria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I think just that it's short. And it's oh, kind of confusing, wow. to be honest. I got wow. lost halfway through. Wow. There you go. Um, I could say it again if you want me to. Uh, I would, but I'm almost out of disk space. Sure. So I apologize. Uh, uh, now, now, we want to hear a little bit. Uh, what is, if you didn't write that, but you did write the real Joker, what is that? You, how does Officer Mike get into literature? Yeah, is, this, is this something that you, you do to, you know, unwind and then you're just like, oh, I have a talent for this or or how do yeah how well, did it come about uh, well, he, well here here's the thing you know i noticed that uh when i'm up there guarding the turnstiles <laughs> looking at my cell phone the entire time <laughs> yeah it seems like a good use for police officers that's right i'm bored all right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get paid to do nothing okay, ah, okay. so i decided yeah, you're honest I'm, exactly i'm an honest cop like serpico okay mm-hmm. and others yeah all right <laughs> But that's the only the name that from comes Ride out. Along. <laughs> Bruce Willis in 16 Blocks. Yeah. Let's name maybe just three more. Uh, Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop. There you go. Okay, that's very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just did one, but um, hmm. <laughs> let's see. Oh, um, one of the ones from Crash. Mm. Uh, the one that um, Matt Dillon plays and he molests that woman. So... That's just pretty much his whole character trait. Sure. He's terrible. But a cop nonetheless. Oh, uh, Oscar winning movie Crash. And, 2008. Uh, uh, the blonde guy from Fast and the Furious. He's a cop. Oh, Vin Diesel? No, he's not bl- blonde. The, the bl- he's bald. <laughs> but it's true what they say. Balds have more fun. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves from uh, Point Break. Yeah. Is he a cop? Really good. Yeah. What a good pull. <laughs> it's a really good pull. Uh, Al Pacino in Heat. Mm. <sighs> Just about 20 more, and then mm. I think we can get to your reading. Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, uh, Officer Wiggum. Right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you wrote a book? Oh. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so I'm up there. I, now, I'll tell you. Yeah. I've never really been on the subway before. Okay? <laughs> well, why would you? That's your job. You don't shit where you eat. <laughs> Especially because they do not have bathrooms. 
in the subway mm-hmm. stations. Mm-hmm. So basically, they asked me, I drive up in my SUV. Uh, I, I drive a, a, a Ford Escape. Okay. okay. Nice. Right. Good car. Mm-hmm. V6. American made. American mm-hmm. made. American muscle. Yeah. Okay. And you, you want a car that's named after what criminals won't be able to do if you're on the. That's right. They can't escape. afford. Yeah. They, oh, yep. Oh, escape too. They can't afford. <laughs> they can't afford. That's yeah. all. Misunderstood. <laughs> Ford, famous anti Semite. Really? Yeah. They never said anything to me. <laughs> well, you know, those cars don't do much talking. That's why I like them. <laughs> I, like, I like my cars like I like my podcast hosts. White. <laughs> no, I was going to say quiet. <laughs> quiet. I apologize. I hate when podcast hosts talk too much. Mm-hmm. You have a guest here, let the guest talk. Yeah. I, I noticed that in Making a Murderer. Mm. You know? <laughs> I love that podcast. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, I wrote a book. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I they give you um, a on the job. Well, yeah. You gotta do. You gotta do something to pass the time. You gotta do something. Okay. That's true. Yeah. So that's what I did. I wrote a book. Uh, on I have a little iPad that I, I I hook up a little keyboard to it, and I just put it on my lap. Mm. And I just type away. Nice. Yeah. So you're you're in full uh, your cop uniform, right? <laughs> yeah. Sitting. You have like one of those like portable like uh, chairs that sort of like uh, yes yeah they yeah. have some chairs that are attached to your pants. Have you seen this? Yeah, oh, where yes. the the legs come out of the back of your ass, mm. and when you sit down, it just like supports your butt. Yeah. I put that on my Christmas list. Oh, fingers told, crossed! I told Marie, I said I better get that. And so my you're daughter. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not like you're not out there busting your ass every damn day. Damn right, to yeah. protect this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the same daughter who's coming home with uh, purple men. <laughs> I, well, and, first, you know, she has a lovely Italian husband. Okay, <laughs> but in the past, if she had a purple man, okay, that'd be fine. Great. <laughs> I mean, it's already amazing that you'd uh, let her date an Italian. So, so our country has come a long way. So, so, so you're in your cop uniform. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. sitting down, and you're on your keyboard. <laughs> is it a is it yeah. a laptop or no? No, as I said before, it is an iPad, and okay. I, I hook up a, a what is it a, a mini generation two an uh, Air? It is a uh, uh, I think it is a Asus Nexus <laughs> two. Okay. That's a good iPad. Yeah, so oh, that's a good mm-hmm. good iPad. Yeah, yeah it has yeah. well, it has Facebook. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Google. All right. And it has Pornhub. <laughs> so, hey. and it comes with its own, like, uh, you know how, like, YouTube has its own app on the iPad yeah. where you. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a right. Pornhub app. <laughs> it's porn app. But Call I keep that on the second page in case women are looking over my shoulder. <laughs> hey, that's polite. That's chivalry. It's good to see another gentleman in New York. Thank you. Colin yeah. and I were trying to develop an app. Get out of here. Yeah. It well, was called Scream City. <laughs> And basically, it was to it was an app to remind you to read, and it was calling on my faces. And when you open it, we just scream at you. <laughs> wow. Anything specific, or just just screaming like uh, just guttural? Saw, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the uh, the artwork for the app uh, is uh, it's like two guys from that painting, the scream. But ah, with our faces, I think there's only one of, guy. Yeah, I know, but this one's like <laughs> well, Photoshop. Like, <laughs> with Photoshop, you can do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and so it's our—it's us looking like we're the scream guy. The mm. two. I know. I I actually have noticed Photoshop. You could do anything because uh, some my HR person claimed that I put my hand on uh, uh, Rebecca Des Moines' uh, ass at the Christmas party back at the NYPD. I never did that. Mm. That was Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> the memory that they had of that <laughs> was photoshopped, huh? Okay. I said, do you have a picture? They said, no, we don't have a picture. And I said, well, if you did, that will be Photoshop. Okay, great. Well, just in case you do, this is my excuse for that scenario. Thank you. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do a, what's called a Mona Lisa 2, two Mona Lisas. And it's basically, how can I explain it? So it's pretty much the same thing as the Mona Lisa, but there's two of her wow. in it. Wow. And they're both, they're both doing the same thing, that wow. mysterious smile. So I'm like, wow. the regular Mona Lisa is worth what? 200 bucks? Mm. This has got to be worth what? Oh, 500 Double. bucks. Yeah. And if it's stolen, it's unlimited. Yeah. If, yeah. If it's that's, and that's what I'm, honestly, that's what I'm planning. Yeah. Wow. Going to get it stolen on purpose. By the way, I was there. I went to the museum where the Mona Lisa, I went there. I went on a trip to, oh. Europe, to Europe. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, the one from Da Vinci Code? Yeah. 
I did. I saw it up close. Wow. There is a smell. You would not believe. It's really? There is it a smell emanating. I don't know if it's for criminals or what. It's just a powerful smell. You from can't just that painting? Just that paint. You cannot be in that room for more than two minutes. Wow. That's, you will faint. Can you describe the smell at all? Uh, yeah. If somebody uh, killed an animal that we have not def- like discovered a yet. New a animal. new animal. Yeah. And like you a just, Pokemon. Right. And you opened, and it was in the attic. Yeah. And like you went the stench up, of a years old dead Pikachu. That's right. And that meat is just, you know, that meat is rotten. <laughs> Do you think people eat the Pokemon? <laughs> oh, yeah. In, those, in that world? They don't talk about it, but I think they definitely do. Oh. I think this could be a new, like, because the Pokemon, like, there was Pokemon Go a couple years back. Mm-hmm. There's a new Pokemon a new, game for the that's Switch. That's out right now. And is this, is Pokemon still huge? Every couple of years, there's a big new thing. I think we could have a, a video game where we hunt Pokemon. I, I Pokemon oh. Cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> and you just uh, you just kill Pokemon. Well, in the oh. sh- at the NYPD shooting range, we got all the Pokemon. It's all Pokemon. Yeah, you can okay. have any Pokemon you want. That's just good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Helpful training too. Tokapi yeah. is the most popular. So tell us about the book you wrote, sir. It is called <laughs> The Real Joker. Uh, and again, I wrote it over a, a series of a few months. Um, and uh, you know, basically, it will be published uh, by Harper and Collins. Uh, coming out uh, January 2022. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. That's yeah, a good that's, that's a good publishing company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, well, I guess uh, without further ado, if you'd like to. Oh, I'd love to read from it. I, I really only have the preview. That's fine. So, That's yeah, is yeah. that okay? Yeah, oh, we're very absolutely. Excited. Yeah. Officer uh, Mike Costanazzo, the floor is yours. <clears throat> the real Joker. Chapter 1. It was a rainy night inside the Bedford station. As we waited on the platform for the train to arrive, the rain beat down on us like a drunken stepdad. I turned to my partner, Officer Thomas, a really good guy who is black, by the way, good family, and I asked him for a cig. Do you got a cig? Short for cigarette, I asked. You know I quit in Vietnam, he answered. Officer Thomas took a 12-pack of cigarettes to Vietnam and promised to only smoke one cigarette for each friend he lost. On his helicopter back to America, he was holding an empty pack. The L train arrived at the station. A man in a top hat exited the train and checked his pocket watch. All aboard to Graham Street, he added. I checked my iPhone. No messages. Looks like my wife hadn't had the baby yet. She promised to text me as soon as it came out. We swiped our metric cards and boarded the train. Wow, only two seventy-five, said Officer Thomas. That's so cheap, it feels like stealing. I wish there was an option to pay more, I answered. Like when you go to Applebee's and they have that tip line for you to add 50 cents. Suddenly my radio came to life. Officer Castanazzo, Officer Castanazzo, come in. Officer Castanazzo here. Go ahead, I whispered as we stood on the L train's quiet car. It was the chief of police. We got a 1019 in progress at J. St. Metrotech. What's a 1019? asked my partner. It means somebody jumped the turnstile, and they have a bomb. I ran to the cabin and tapped the conductor on the shoulder. What's the next stop? Graham, he said. Wrong, I answered, holding up my badge and gun. NYPD, we're taking this to J. St. Metrotech. The train made a sharp right. 
More coal, yelled the conductor at his assistant, who was shoveling coal into a furnace. When we pulled up to the station, it was eerily silent. All the passengers stood quietly without talking to each other, like guests at an interracial wedding. Officer Thomas and I alighted the train. What are we looking for? A terrorist? asked Thomas. I shook my head. That's actually a little racist. The person with the bomb could be any color, even purple. I'll believe it when I see it, answered Officer Thomas, cocking his gun. I took out my M16 automatic rifle. Let's kill a bad guy. My radio lit up again. It was the chief. Castanazzo, we're tracking the suspect. He's on the lower level. Do you have a description, I asked. He uttered two words. Hispanic male. The words hit me like a boyfriend who plays in the NFL. First, let me give you a little background about New York City. New York City was founded in 1624 by Peter Stuyvesant as a trading post for Jewish magicians. Footnote from Wikipedia. Over time, the demographics changed, and now the city is almost 90% Hispanic. Chief, I said, that could be anyone at that station. That's right, said the chief. You're going to have to find a Hispanic with a bomb in a station full of Hispanics. Where's Waldo? More like, where's Oswaldo? Thomas and I went down into the lower level. It was dark with only torches lighting up the halls. I've never been down here, said Thomas. I explained. This was the old World War II bomb shelter. People had to hide here during the London Blitz. There he is, whispered Thomas. In the far background, there was a perp planting a bomb. Footnote, which is ironic since we're in a bomb shelter. Stay quiet, I said. Right when I said that, a fucking course... My cell phone starts ringing. The perp turns around, and lo and behold, it is the Joker from the movie The Joker. Makeup. Purple suit. The works. Freeze the Joker, I yelled, but he started running. Go after him, Officer Thomas, I yelled, and I picked up my phone. Hello? I asked. Honey, I had the kid, said my wife. I named him Mike after you. That's all well and good, I replied, but I told you to text. Now because of you, the Joker is running free. Officer Thomas and I had him cornered, but the Joker pulled out a gun. He's got a gun, get down, said Thomas, and a firefight ensued. Pew, 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 pew. Get down! He's got a gun! Get down! I'm out of ammo! Catch! He's dead. I cut off his head. So, <laughs> so I can prove I did my job to the chief. We got upstairs, and all the passengers were looking at me. I held up the Joker's head, with brain flowing down out of his open neck, and I made an announcement. This is what happens when you don't pay your fare. The passengers bowed their head and started doing a ceremonial Hispanic dance as me, as Officer Thomas, fished around our pockets for quarters. Chapter 2 The That's the end of the preview. Wow! wow. Oh my goodness! That Thank was you. fantastic. Thank riveting, you. really riveting stuff. Thank I you. love that we got a little bit of a peek into chapter two <laughs> just to get our appetites yeah. whetted for that. Do yeah. you have any idea where that's going to go, or is that as far as you got into well, chapter yeah, two? Yeah, well, one of the things I realize is that the bomb is still there. 
Mm. So maybe they could, you know, without us knowing. Right? It feels like there could be a loose thread to tie That's up. That's right. Oh, yeah. So the, uh, you know uh, what they say about Ant- Anton Chekhov's bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems like that. So the, the uh, officer Thomas was a little too celebratory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Taking around the Joker's head. <laughs> and Almost showing as a surprise. It, showing it to passengers, which you wouldn't think they'd do. Like, there might be children there, you know. That well, maybe let's call it. We have a professional here. Let's yeah, ask. That's true. <laughs> what is the legal the ruling? earlier you teach children the yeah. consequences of their actions, the better. That's true. So there you go. Yeah. So is that protocol for uh, a fair evader? Mm-hmm. If you catch them? Yeah. You get to chop up their head. <laughs> Well, <laughs> he shot at us. There was a whole gunfight. True, know, and he had a bomb, yeah. Sure. So yeah. that's a specific situation. Now, um, yeah, Chekhov's bomb says that if there's a bomb in the first act, everybody's going to get blown up to bits. Get out of town. By page 32. Yeah. Get out of town. Yeah. Well, you know, I did not go to college. Okay. I went to high school at uh, Queens College. Okay. For that a little sounds bit. like it is a college. No, they. it was a... Special program where you can go to if you're going to become a police officer, you can end after eighth grade, mm. and you could take special classes at Queens College okay. and take uh, and take high school classes there. So it was like a uh, one of those, uh, you know how like they have uh, in New York. There's a lot of like uh, schools for, you know, very early on uh, Montessori. Is yeah, where like yeah. you like you can just mm-hmm. go to be an artist. Or so if you know at at the age of mm-hmm. eighth grade that you you want to become a police officer, yeah. you can just go to a special school mm-hmm. just for them. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And they let you like shoot guns and stuff in yeah, class. Absolutely, because I Great. knew from eighth grade I wanted to be a police officer. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. I knew from maybe first grade that I wanted to be a professional podcaster. Really? Yeah. And then yeah. if anything ever changed that, I would have nothing left. Well, yeah. And this was, and just to get the timeline right, uh, this was before podcasting was a thing. You wanted to be a podcaster. Honestly. Uh, Quite a visionary. I, I drew I drew drawings of the circuit boards, what those would need to look like. I knew sort of about uh, iPhones. Yeah. Uh, even back then, I knew about the Apple so uh, podcast. You knew what you had to do. I knew yeah. what I had to do. Yeah. And I, I not only knew about Apple Podcasts, but I knew there would be some issues. Mm. I knew it wouldn't be a perfect app. Well, I knew about Stitcher, Stitcher Premium. As a great man once said, a sidewalk begins with the first step. Wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. <sighs> and that's uh, Shel Silverstein? Yeah. <laughs> now, I, we I, we have some questions, Absolutely. obviously. Uh, and while, and you know, this, this uh, the preview, like Woo! I said, absolutely riveting. Thank Hot. you. I Hot was stuff. on the edge of my seat listening to it. Yeah, there were a few things that uh, stood out. And, you know, I mean... You, we just want to peek into the artist's brain. Uh, right off the bat, it was raining inside the train station? Uh, yeah, good question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, a- after years of neglect, mm. the subway stations, it rains more inside a subway station than outside. Okay, oh, okay I mean, yeah. This is the problem with the fare evaders. They're yeah. stealing money exactly. from the structural issues in the uh, train station. And let me tell you, the rain on the outside of the train station is not mostly piss and shit. As it is on the inside. Mm-hmm. I thought that line was maybe a little bit of magical realism. Uh, Gabriel oh, Garcia Marquez. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Hmm. Yeah. Why would you think that, Michael? I thought maybe it was um, uh, a step out of the real world meant to evoke an emotion. Hmm. Wow. No, no. It no. just, where we stand, it's it's wet. <laughs> okay. I like that. That's uh, easy to digest. That's You say what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, with almost within the same sentence, there was mention of a conductor in a top hat yeah. coming out, yeah. and then mention which immediately I was like, okay, this must be, this must be uh, from yesteryear. But then you mentioned iPhones, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, huh. I guess like, yeah, what world are we? Is this a steampunk world? Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. I've never ridden the subway before. Oh, right? that's right. I you really mentioned that. Only, you know, so the only trains I've seen have been like Wyatt Earp, you know? <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right. So you're always yeah. outside the turnstile. Yeah. So you have to just imagine what it's like on the other side. That's right. I don't know. Are trains like that? Do they have that stuff anymore? I... I mean, they do definitely have uh, people shoveling coal into the yep. uh, engine. All room. trains, yeah. all New York City subway trains, have a quiet car. 
Yep. Uh, they have a <laughs> snack car. Yeah, where so you some can of go those to. Right. I mean, it's you know, it's New York, so it's not a huge snack car. You can get like sushi. Oh wow. <laughs> and, um, bagels, 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 stuff yeah. like that. Skittles, mm-hmm. of course, they've got yeah. um, Skittles. There's champagne and stuff, but nothing like you know, not a substantial meal. Yeah, you you're, not, you're not going to be. Thing. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get anything you want. Have you um, seen the movie Snowpiercer? Uh, oh, it is that movie where uh, people live in Russia and they have to ride a uh, uh, train all day? Kind of. Okay. Yes, I have seen that. Now, how would you feel about that? They pay one fare and then they just ride the train forever? Mm, yeah, what well, that's you... the way it works in New York City. Yeah. As long as you're on the train, you don't have to pay your fare again. Okay. That I had a question about that. Mm-hmm. Is that true that you could live on a train? If a baby was born on a train mm-hmm. from someone who had paid a fare. Mm-hmm. If a baby is born on a train, they do not have a country. <laughs> huh. Technically. It's, now, it's like a neutral zone. And, then, um, and, and then, what is that called? Like uh, International waters sort of thing? Yeah. International waters, yeah. yes. And then follow up to Michael's question. Yeah. If someone has a baby on a train... Do do they have to find someone to be like, hey, I owe you two seventy five for this baby oh, I just had, or did that baby get a free ride? Oh, in which case, I feel like we need mm-hmm. to tax that baby. Well, guess what? Kids under three ride free. It's like oh, friendlies. Okay, <laughs> love friendlies. I'm a uh, from Massachusetts, so friendlies meant a lot to me. I used up. to love friendlies. My father used to take me there, and he mm. was dating uh, one of the servers. Um, really? Yeah. So he would take us uh he would never buy us dinner he'd go straight to dessert i don't care if we ate lunch or whatever straight Mm. to dessert can't hurt that's That's true (laughs) dessert has never hurt a child (laughs) (laughs) that's true and a lot of a lot of stepdads have so basically uh we would and dessert was uh you know just a table nearby couldn't finish their uh you know Smiley face uh, ice cream sundae, and we would just be able yeah. to finish that. My <laughs> father, it's funny you bring that up. My father was a monster mash sundae from Friendly's. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> oh my goodness. This, but that, oh my, my dad was one of those. And my wow. mom was a patty melt. So Irish. <laughs> it looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> That's why you yeah. look like you're melting. Yeah. Uh, no, that is the neglect I've given my body. Oh, oh okay. Do you, hosting a Forever Dog podcast has just thrown a lot of strain my way yeah oh. it's it's like you know how they show pictures of like a president when mm. they started the job and yeah. then like what four years into their presidency and it's aged like, me yeah i yeah. gained seven pounds i lost 159 pounds yeah well i, I w- gained another two pounds i lost 200 pounds wow wow i wouldn't say that about every president though trump looks better now than he did ever <laughs> He's the only, yeah, he's the only president who looks hotter. He looks hotter. So much hotter. He looks great, I'll tell you. And no one talks about that. He had part one of his eight-part physical yesterday, and it went swimmingly. Oh. And and on part one, that's that's where they test, you know, the face. (laughs) Yeah, if you can uh, still blink, Mm -hmm. smile, Smile, those sort of things, yeah. 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 And it went well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we try not to get too political- but we do just want to say that we both support our president. Yeah, there you go. I was wondering why you were winking and giving me thumbs ups. So, um, I had a, I had a question. And um, mouthing four more years. Was, <laughs> was any of this um, pulled from real events? Because I can't help but think of you, Officer Mike, sitting at the subway station writing and then getting a call on your walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. uh, seeing somebody go by who's dressed in clown makeup, mm-hmm. uh, and then putting that into your writing. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're definitely right. It is pulled almost uh, verbatim really, from real events. How much would you say? Because oh. some of this stuff was a little fantastical. What, what would you say is fantastical? Uh, I think the, the part where the train made a sharp right and went to... <laughs> <laughs> like could just go wherever the officer wanted the train to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, believe it, believe it, because if there, if an officer is on the train, he can show his badge to the conductor, and 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 do voir dire. It's, it's like an air marshal. And, yeah. And I believe it because, like, I guess, I guess now that you're saying it, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't there know where all these tracks go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can just be like, hey. You know, I want to, you know, sure, I'm uh, I'm at, you know, West 4th Street, but I want to, I want to, you know. Let's take a yeah. shortcut. Yeah. There you go. Over yeah. to Columbus Circle. So, yeah. Whenever there's a delay on a train or a train suddenly goes express, it's because a cop is about to solve a murder. <laughs> and Wow. That makes me feel good. That makes me feel so good. Yeah. And I was wondering why one time I was taking, uh, I was taking uh, the G train uh, 
uh, south uh, in mm-hmm. Brooklyn towards that's so towards, calling. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden it went express to the Upper West Side. And I was like, what the heck is going on? What day was this? Uh, oh, God, this must have been this was about a month ago. It was October, mid-October, just, October like uh, 20th. Yeah. I do know exactly. There was a a, a Central Park jogger was kidnapped. <laughs> I that's wow. I you know I was one time on a bus. I was on I think the B thirty four going cross town. What day was this? <laughs> this was three Tuesdays ago. Three Tuesdays ago, and we were yeah. going cross town uh, towards Hudson Yards from Bryant Park, mm-hmm. and then suddenly. <laughs> The bus <laughs> drilled underground. A big drill popped out in the front of the bus. It drilled underground. Next thing I knew, I was at Hoyt Skimmerhorn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? That's three- weird. I didn't know buses could go on the train That tracks. was three Tuesdays ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody left their Mac laptop at a deli. <laughs> and, and, and then the cops had to rush there because they didn't know this yeah. might be an explosive. Exactly. Yeah, and you exactly. got to get that Mac home. Find, exactly. my, find my mm-hmm. iPhone. That's right. So, um... Speaking of subway stations, you said J. St. Metro Tech. Mm-hmm. Now, I am a New Yorker through and through, mm-hmm. but that being said, I moved here in 2012 after graduating from a liberal arts college. Sure. So I always thought it was J. Street Metro Tech. Common mis, uh, misconception. Uh, wow. Because well, that's actually how I was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a common misconception. Um, well, I guess so, it does say, it just says J. St. Right. You assume Metro that tech. it's street. yeah. I thought it was street. Now short for Saint. Point, point out where I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, it's Saint Metro Tech. Uh, <laughs> Our Lady of uh, you know <laughs> Holy Laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is uh, Saint Metro Tech is the patron saint of you know those bottles that f- that like roll around. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. ones where it's like uh, somebody's got to touch that, but I'm not gonna. Uh, we like to say that St. Metro Tech is, is rolling them around, and whoever gets touched is blessed. <laughs> uh, so, like, if a bottle of, like, yellow liquid in a Coca-Cola can touches your, f- in a Coca-Cola bottle touches your foot. No, can as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Seven years of good luck. You've yeah, been blessed that's by been a blessing. St. Yeah. Metro Tech. St. Metro Tech has blessed you. <laughs> Go out and uh, uh, propose to your girlfriend. She's the one. Wow, that's beautiful. Wow. I also yeah. love that word, Metro Tech. Metro Tech. <laughs> what could it mean? I am also, you know, I've, like I said, went to college, and uh, during that, I had a brief uh, Metro Textual phase. <laughs> My goodness. Wow. Hey, I'll tell you, you can do that wherever you want, as long as it's in your house. <laughs> And I don't, and I don't care exactly. who you do it with. Exactly, they could be black, white, purple. purple. You can have a metro textual experience. I feel with- so welcomed in uh, my life experience as long as it fits your narrow, <laughs> narrow guidelines. Thank you very much. God, I, pre- uh, I appreciate that. Now, uh, you did have a moment. Uh, you used footnotes. Footnotes always kind of baffle me because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm just telling a story here. Sure. Footnotes feel kind of, oh, bookworm, mm-hmm. see down mm-hmm. below. I feel, uh, yes. <laughs> um, and you put one in uh, to say like, mm, this is ironic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, t- talk me through that process to use yeah. uh, footnotes. Well, okay. So I fill out a lot of uh, police reports, mm. okay? And we often have to use footnotes. Um, to uh, describe why we used excessive force. Sure. Okay. So, you know, perp was taken down, uh, put it like the number one. Yeah. You hit enter 20 times, Mm -hmm. put another number one on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And you write, he looked at me funny. Okay. Footnote. So it's just a way to say, like, you need more info? Here Mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. Down at the bottom. Exactly. But I also, when I write my uh, police reports, I hate to break up the flow. Mm. So sure, yeah. I just wanted to. So if you want more info, it's down there. But if you want to like continue reading the the story, it's right up there for you. Our police reports is that MLA or APA? It's a Chicago style. <laughs> it is Chicago style. Uh, and uh, that uh, I like my police reports the way I like my pizza. <laughs> Chicago deep, style, deep, deep, dish. deep. <laughs> now I, I gotta know. Uh, did you have you run into any legal issues with using uh, the Joker? Because even in the in the preview, you mm-hmm. said the Joker from the movie yeah. the Joker. Well, here's the thing: in the movie the Joker, it is understood that he is a character. 
Okay. Uh-huh. But in my book, I say the real Joker. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so there's a difference That's there. Right. This is if the Joker was real. Gotcha. Okay. Sort of like a gritty telling of a person who's on the edge of society. Exactly. Nobody's ever done that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So when you go in to watch the movie The Joker, uh-huh. you understand that this is a fictional character. This isn't real. Exactly. So you're just giving the reader the additional, like, just like, really, like, imagine if it was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Try to put yourself in that position. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. My girlfriend, okay... Who goes, What's her name? Oh, yeah, her name is the Stefano. Um, she is a mm, senior. A last name uh, yeah. for a first name. Wow. <laughs> her name is the Stefano. She is a senior at St. John's University. Oh, okay. okay. In poetry. Okay. Oh. In poetry. Wow. And we should she, have her on the Literati she, podcast. You you really should because she is into all that shit. <laughs> she all the time just books, books, books. Friends and friends and friends and. Mm. You know, and I'm just like, whatever. So she wanted to see the Joker. I didn't really pay attention because the the theater we went to had like little lounge. Do you see that? They have like little lounge chairs going on. Like Yeah, I've of, seen that. Yeah. Like the, the theaters where you can order a cocktail and a flatbread. Oh, yeah. Oh. And they like sometimes tailor the menu to like mm. a, a theme from the movie or something like that. Uh-huh. Right. You're seeing Joker. You can get a cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> You're seeing Parasite. You get a... Um, you know, you get a bed bug uh, hot dog. I'll tell you, I'm at the movie theater, opening credits roll. A man taps me on the shoulder, goes, can I get you a drink? I'd say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Who are yeah. you? And, my, and then my girlfriend goes, oh, no, they, are, they have little servants now. <laughs> the theater has servants. You don't even have to sneak in uh, right. a, a big, big jug of table wine. Yeah, exactly. Well, in the 80s. They said the same thing. A guy would tap you on the shoulder and go, which girl in the first row do you like? Okay, so wait. Wait a second. How old are you? You've seen movies in the 80s? When I was dating a college senior. (laughs) That's where I was going. I am am 52 years old. Okay. All right. And you're dating a college senior? So yeah, what's the rule? Half your age plus... plus Well, I hope it's a lot. Rules for dating... Rules. She's a, excuse me. Age. She's an adult. I am a cop. I know the law. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you know. Uh, do you even have anything to talk about if she's so much younger than you? She talks at me a lot, but okay. um, you know. Do you support her um, poetry passion? No. Oh. No. God. No. Huh. No. Trust me. She starts reading that stuff, and I just zone out, and I just start thinking about how much I hate the coach of the Giants. That's <laughs> all I do. I will say, Michael and the I BFG. also hate poetry. We said true. it on this mm. podcast. We hate it. Can't stand yeah. the stuff. And while I was briefly felt like I was against you on this one topic, now I feel like I'm back on your side Thank you. in our hatred yeah. of poetry. Thank you it very much. It fucking sucks. Now, um, I, I have a quick question. Um, you had a lot of you had a shootout. Yes, yes. Um, and you had to have a lot of gun sounds. How do you spell those gun sounds? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically I like to mix it up because you get bored if you only hear the same gun sound. Sure, over that's over. what I was going to ask. How do you keep it exciting? Because <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of shootouts. Yeah, and, and also you had different guns. You yes. and your, your right. partner had different guns. Very good, yeah. very good, Colin. That yeah. is a good ear. Good ear. Uh, Deputy Colin <laughs> over oh, there, here. Well, there you go. Right. Hey, if you ever want a job in the cops, let me know. <laughs> oh, Here's I my, didn't know that was that easy. Here's my card. Oh, thank you I very could much. Only, it's a big, Whoa, you it's a also, big sheet of paper. You also handed him a gun. <laughs> yeah. This is uh there you go. This is like one of those like uh novelty like uh baseball cards that that, that you can yeah. get made for your uh your uh bend it that your... way. Bend it into the light that way. That's, oh. See that? Like it's me hitting you. <laughs> Oh Whoa, yeah, it's you. It's that's you. Cool. It's you hitting a, a baseball with your uh, with your gun. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> that's right. Now that I have a question about, <laughs> please. If you were playing cop baseball, mm-hmm. would you use your gun as the bat to hit it, or would you try, try yes. to shoot the ball? <laughs> yeah, is the gun the bat, or does the pitcher have the gun and Wait. shoot the gun, and then the, and then someone? I guess what we're saying is, what are the rules to cop baseball? Uh, you have to shoot the ball. But if you hit the pitcher with your bullet, you're out. <laughs> if you get beamed yeah. by, a, by a bullet? If you shoot, yeah, exactly. You got to aim it so that when the ball comes out, you just got to just kind of like, Dah! you also yell, Dah! As yeah. a bullet. And, and, and I, I'm also, 
picturing this, are you are you all you're all wearing your baseball uniforms, but you have your guns in the holsters around your your waist? A cop should never be more than two feet from a gun. <laughs> sure, that is something my father taught me, and his father taught yeah. him. And were they cops, or they just no, uh, they just... no, not at all. My my father was, a, <laughs> my father made cigars. And his father was a fireman. Oh. And and but they still both of them uh individually they, told you a cop should never be more than two feet from a gun. My my grandfather who was a fireman used to tell my father a cigar maker. A cop <laughs> should never be more than two feet oh, from a gun. Oh, your father would tell your grandfather. Yeah. That's <laughs> beautiful. And then just randomly I, they had a cop son. And he's like, Hey, by the way, here's the thing we tell each other a lot, unrelated, but now I guess it makes sense. I love that. Um, I love family traditions. Thank you. Um, My dad, as a Uh, friendlies, yeah, he was a dessert, yeah, ice cream sundae dessert. And just for all our listeners, look up the menu if you don't see what it looks like, and you'll get it. His main thing, the thing he always used to tell me was, keep the temperature below twenty degrees. So I don't die. Wow. So I don't die. Yeah. That, that was the way my father was with the heat in the winter. <laughs> really? Oh, you okay. don't need it up. Right. You don't need put, it on put, a, put on a sweater. Put on a sweater, he used to say. Oh, my dad was so... Mad. That's, you know, and that sadly is... He died from freezer burn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's okay, Michael. I do have a question, though. Please. What do you think of those um, cops that guard the Buckingham Palace with the big hats they, that can't laugh? Oh, yes. They are not officially NYPD. What? Yeah. Really? They are not official NYPD. That's the first time I'm hearing of this. That's right. They are. Uh, they're called London uh, uh, Royal yeah. Navy Service. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the London Royal Navy Service. Yeah. Oh, I have heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are do NYPD like? Are they cool with them? No, not at all. We have a rivalry. Okay. Oh, see, a friendly rivalry, uh, or no, is it like it is, really it is, kind of vicious? Well, we kind of feel like they stole the you know standing there with uh, a shit eating grin, uh, kind of thing. taunting you. Yeah. With they their stole silence. your look. They took they, our look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's our look. And so, but I mean, like, do you guys ever wish you could have those hats? Mm. Yeah, especially these big New York beef eater hats. Oh my! Are you kidding me? I would love to wear a hat, a coat, and guard a queen. That would be my dream. Well, I mean, the subway is your queen, isn't she? I would say that. And what station do you work at the most? Do you have a favorite? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, basically, they kind of put us at uh, different stations. One seventy second in Harlem is probably the main one that we okay. work at. Um. Then there is uh, the Yankee Stadium uh, station. Sure. Uh, sure. And uh, we also, uh, the the Huntington Station out in Long, Long Island. Oh, you're getting choked <laughs> up. <laughs> just, that sounds like some good memories there. <sighs> good memories. You know, we were a lot of good guys. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. And so do you... When when you're getting uh, assigned your state, like, do you get to be like, hey, these are like my top three picks, or are you just like assigned? Yeah, is it like fantasy football? Uh, yeah, or? yeah. No, hey, we do draft. We do a draft. <laughs> we do a draft. Mm. Yeah, and uh, basically, whoever makes the the least amount of arrests, they get first pick next week. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, uh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like I've learned so much. Um, I just I kind of want to know. Um, What's next? What's in store for you? Well, you know, um, we are th- we are going to add within the new year five thousand cops. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, just in the subway station. Just in the subway station. Not e- no. Well, not in the subway station. Between the turnstile and the stairs. Okay. Basically. Just there to watch. I. You know what I love? This happened to me just today. Please. I'm commuting. I'm leaving my job and I'm coming here to what is my second job, and. You know, it's that moment where I just sort of want to have a little bit of peace and quiet while commuting. Mm-hmm. And to walk to my train, I have to go by. Uh, today, it was four or five police officers, big guys, staring at me like I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I don't know whether to look back yeah. and make eye contact and sort of say, hey, fuck you, or to mm-hmm. just look down immediately and try and just sneak by as quick as I can. But it makes me 
feel <sighs> unwanted. It may makes I me feel guilty. And I'm a straight white male. May I say something as a police officer? Please. And, you know, we, we do this. We stare at people as they come down and make them look like they're guilty. Mm. Make them feel like they're guilty. Mm-hmm. And it would make our job so much easier if you would just open your coat and show us <laughs> what you got in Sort there. of just to like... Um, prostrate myself and uh kind of put it all on display yeah. it would just humiliate be- myself to make the process if faster you, if you would mind if you <laughs> would mind well that's something that i really like about the tsa is that every time i travel now i have to go into a big tube that gives me cancer put my arms up like i'm a shitty yeah. child ballerina yeah. and then uh somebody on the other side who's bored and drunk gets to see my naked body yeah and they get to uh, feel your genitals with the back of their hands. Yeah, that's, that's true. not nothing. No, that's that. So I guess it's not all bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not all bad. Can I tell you something? I I have a friend in TSA, mm-hmm. and he knows the guy who drew that that thing. The, yeah, the hands up thing. No way. Yeah, because it, you don't have to do that. But they needed something, well, you know, because people didn't know what to do in the machine. Well, you know. Yeah, I have that they, poster on my wall. Yeah, they tried a few different poses. There was first of all the the one with just the crossed arms, <laughs> yeah. like, but it looked like a person didn't have any arms. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then that was kind of confusing. yeah, yes. and then there was the one with the hands on the hips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that was you know, fun, a little fun. sassy. Yeah, I think that yeah. people started doing a little bit of yeah, yeah which you can't do that. Forth. Yeah, you can't do that. If, if the listeners could see, I'm doing sort of a hip yeah. dance, a sexy. hip Is there dance. A, a camera feed? Yeah, we have two or three cameras. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen the Joe Rogan Experience podcast? <laughs> I've, every episode I listen, yeah. I download, Basically, I read it on the train. Basically, what we <laughs> nice. do is we, we take those videos and then just put our uh, oh. audio over it. So it wow. is just Joe Rogan talking to whoever he's talking to. Can we usually do, a white supremacist. Wow, yeah. can we do the Tulsi episode? Can oh, I be Tulsi Gabbard? Sure. Yeah, yeah, we can totally I do that. I would love that. Yeah. I love, I, I'm such a fan of hers. I mean, obviously, I have no, another number one pick. But she would be in the top ten. Oh, that's she's so cool. I don't know if you know this, and this is a true fact. She was raised in a cult. Yes, and now she and she still has a lot of ties to that cult leader. Her father, uh, and a lot of those people. Her father was a big part of it as well. Wow. Her father was a homophobic uh, radio DJ in Hawaii. They usually are. And these these are true facts about Tulsi Gabbard. Again, we do not get political, but I just recently learned that, and it's I was so very interesting. I was wondering why you had a Tulsi Gabbard section sign. <laughs> we again, we do not t- take sides. Literati is we do not pick favorites. I don't care if the politician is white, <laughs> black, black or purple. <laughs> So, you know, that just means you're so open-minded. We, we, we said black twice. Yeah. That's how little I care about yeah. that. Unbelievable. Now, so you told us what's next for um, fair evasion subway police officers, mm-hmm. but what's next for Officer Mike as a writer? Oh, mm. That's a great question. We know what's in store for Officer Mike, but what's in store for Author Mike? <sighs> that's a great question. You know, I I was thinking about going out reading a couple books i want to know how people do it you know <laughs> so you didn't do that before writing your first book not a reader never have <laughs> just the the transcripts of the joe rogan experience <laughs> that's right. but that's famously not a book no, that's not a book that that's i that's why i like it so anyway i was thinking i you know i asked my my girlfriend for uh what what are some books that are good that i should check out and she said you know catcher in the rye um yeah, uh, the uh, the English patient, the book. They made a book <laughs> yeah. out of the movie. Um, yeah. Well, what and you, so, what are you, you going to pick those up? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to go out there uh, um, and uh, just just pick those up and see how other authors do it and yeah. see what I can what, what I can pick up. Mm. I always like to when I walk into a bookstore, I find the first employee at that bookstore I can find. I say. There's this is too many of these. Mm-hmm. What are the good ones? Yeah, yeah. Like, what like I'm not I'm not sifting through all these. Get you me tell to me the, the uh, yeah. top forties. Yeah. Well, I even <laughs> you know? got one in my bag right here. As you could see, I want as soon as I oh as soon as I leave here today, I will be reading Bicentennial Man. Oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> apparently Robin Williams. <laughs> It's a robot. Uh, okay, no spoilers. Well, I have yeah, not read well, that I one yet. It, but it's right on the cover. He's Robert Williams on, as a robot. I, in college, was re- uh, briefly a bicentennial man. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just like as uh, experimenting with my sexuality. Wow. And was this before uh, you were uh, metrotextual? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, they were two different, different... And I don't want to call them phases because they're still part of who I am. Yeah. Um, I would suggest, if you are looking for more books, um, the... Uh, 
Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff series by Sean Penn. I don't so know. He's if got you know. two books now. Write that down. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. uh, the uh, actor, the famous actor, yeah, Sean, Sean Penn. Of yeah, course. he's written two bad books, and they're yeah. really fun to read. There's also uh, I hope he, they serve beer in hell. Uh, oh, I that book. I have the audio book of that. Yeah, actually. Well, if you do read the hard copy, there is some. There's some stuff that translates a little bit wow. better in prose. You can see like, oh, he's kind of doing something there with that's the beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Good. There's he does some. Uh, you know, like uh, some sentences will be. You know they're longer and so mm-hmm. you feel a little out of breath oh. when you're reading it and that like you know mm. creates a sensation yeah it's good stuff okay I'll yeah go. let me write the, keep writing yeah. this down all i have is my ticket book but i'll just put it <laughs> by the ticket i hope you don't arrest tucker max <laughs> oh, absolutely not <laughs> ah well um officer mike thank you so much for coming on the podcast that thank you so much boys this has, this has been a treat uh we'd like to end by asking if you have any uh final words of advice for any young aspiring writers out there uh sure um let's see okay the longest book starts with the shortest temper Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> and then, uh, real quick, do you have any advice for any potential Theravaders out there? Yeah, you will be found. You will be taken down. And you will be hurt and may even be murdered. Don't do it. Pay your fare. Your race, I don't care. Wow, it's like the code of Hammurabi. <laughs> an eye for an eye. <laughs> Uh, an equal punishment for a crime. That's right. <laughs> and that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> hey, do you think you could hook me up with a um, with a Metro card? Yeah, like a monthly. Yeah, yeah. You can get us. You can get us a deal on one. I'll of those. just I'll just open the door for you. Oh, oh that fuck would be yeah. world. Because yeah. we're friends, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do that for friends. Oh, yeah. great. That means a lot. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Are we off the air? Or? Yeah. Okay. Good. Forever. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.